the thing about sex trafficking is that they won't recognize it as sex trafficking right. as they're telling me these things. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, my boyfriend bought me something, you know. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And as I'm like, I'm hearing these warning signs. Mm-hmm. And um, because grooming feels so good to these mm-hmm. to these young, young people. Girls, yeah. they, it feels so good. They feel loved. Mm-hmm. They feel spoiled. They feel appreciated. They feel valued. Right. right? And that feels so good to them because there's definitely like a population of young people who are more vulnerable to receiving that right Right. um and then all of a sudden it will it doesn't happen like overnight then all of a sudden you're in sex trap you know it's not like taking it's not a william neeson movie you know what i mean like what you know it'll be like one time like i'm short on rent like remember Mm -hmm. those shoes that i bought you (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like my homeboys here like you know what i'm saying i really need you to help me out Mm -hmm. and like she genuinely cares for this person she's like oh my god like it this is my time to help you. Like, you've right. done so much for me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Meet the Shoe. This is Sade. It's Delina. And we are here with our next podcast. Um, we have the lovely Khadija Cooper, comedian, Minneapolis comedian, a sex educator. Mm. Mom. Oh, mom. Oh, gosh. She has a list going on here. So we're going to let her introduce herself to um, the listeners. Yeah, thank you for having me. So I'm a Twin Cities comic. We do a comedy for... I'm going into my third year. Okay. So it's really exciting. And then... By day, I teach sex ed, so that's a array of things. So I'm talking to middle school and high schoolers wow. about preventing pregnancy and preventing STIs and talking to them about, like, healthy relationships, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Then I'm also talking to parents on giving them support, tips, and tools on how to talk to their kids about sex relationships and their own personal, like, family values, cultural values, religion values, whatever. Okay. Um, so that's what I do during the day. I'm okay. a mom of a 16-year-old. and Okay. Busy, busy, you know, we, you know how we do. We right. stay busy. So sex, uh, sex ed in the day, comedian at night. Yeah. Got yeah. two jobs at night. No. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking the sheets. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's a late, late night job. Okay, right. <laughs> yes. So as a comedian, what is hard being as though you have a 16 year old? Yeah. Is it very hard to talk to you have a boy or a girl? A girl. A girl. Yeah. So. Um, what what are the type of questions does she ask you or what are the things that you see in her that was in you at 16? Oh, yeah. um, mostly, the things that I see in her is mostly that she always thinks she's right. Okay. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, is that how I... Because now I'm replaying the conversations <laughs> I had with my mom in like the little petty arguments and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I always thought I was right and now she's right. doing it to me. Yeah. Right. Um, so wait, do you feel like that's a little karma? Probably. Okay. It probably yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It's like, as she's talking, only things coming out of her mouth is like this is payback this is payback um you know which is you know there's strengths in that and I'm glad that she's developing those skills Mm -hmm. I would like her to develop them with somebody else right but um, if I have to be the vessel (laughs) for a longer (laughs) success I suppose I will be I will do that yeah um she you know she doesn't ask me like too many questions Mm -hmm. about like sex or anything just because she's been around this 
pretty much her whole life. I've been right. doing this work for a really long time, a little mm-hmm. over 10 years. So oh, pretty okay. much like since day one. So it's just so normal. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not like really taboo. Right. So, you know, she knows where to find good information. And, you know, she does have questions. Sometimes she asks me questions for her friends. I was just okay. about to say that. <laughs> uh-huh. I was just about to say, does she ever come to you and say things like, well, mom, um, what? how do you know signs of if a person has a disease or, you know? Yeah. Because right. there's so many kids that is so uncomfortable with talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, you know, something's coming out Not of me. me yeah. yeah. I don't know what to say or do. And, and I don't know what to, how to go about, you know, how's, what's the next step? Yeah. Right. Going into, uh, going to the doctor yeah. or somebody, um, do I need help? Do I need a parent to come with me? Right. To, you know, go to the doctor. Like, yeah. how do you deal with that? I think that's so spot on. Right. And I think, especially with the work that I do, it's all those things that you said that are so true for mm-hmm. like a lot of young people making them not true. Mm-hmm. Right. I work at a clinic that is a youth friendly sexual health clinic. So we only see people up until 26. Okay. So we are providing that resource for young people mm-hmm. when they do when they're like something's itching or burning and right. like I don't know who to call they know that like where their place right. right so also like spreading that resource and then when we're going into the classroom we're having conversations where we're like inviting their curiosity mm-hmm. we are we're like I know you're curious about this stuff I am the person to ask and this is the time to have it right. you know right. but okay. in my experience over like growing like being in this field for a long time is I'm seeing like kids like have a really good handle on like preventing pregnancy mm-hmm. and we know that because like teen birth rates are down 40 percent mm-hmm. um we still have some work to do around STIs they're like I, right. don't, I can't have no babies I don't want to use a condom right. you know so like STI rates always are going up <laughs> but the thing that I really think is so important that I'm so excited to, get to talk to young people about is relationships right. right because that's where a lot of their questions stem from I mean they mm-hmm. always ask questions about the physical Mm-hmm. part of sex but relationships feelings sorting that out trying to figure like how to navigate that that's really what they're trying to figure out today right okay. switching the gears here yeah how long have you been a stand-up com- comedian so i'm going into my third year okay so yep yeah nice. it's fun and what things have you experienced out of being a comedian that the downside of it What's the downside of being a comedian? Yeah, I think one thing that really helped me when I started comedy, I was already like 35, okay. 36. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't know. I was. <laughs> I don't even know. How old am I? Shit. Um, so I already had a good sense of who I was. I already mm-hmm. had a good sense of like, I don't really like, like mm-hmm. I don't want to get mixed in with the right. politics right. and the drama of it. Mm-hmm. So that I think is really helpful. I think when people are younger, it's mm-hmm. hard to stay out of that. So that has been really easy and I think I've been really focused I treated comedy since day one like a Mm -hmm. business not a hobby Mm -hmm. and so with that mindset is different right Right. like Mm -hmm. I knit for a hobby I've never finished anything right you know what I'm saying but you know what I'm saying but I but I have a bag of knitting supplies but Mm -hmm. that's my hobby I do it when I when I want to maybe six years from now I'll have a scarf right (laughs) I'm not sure but when I started comedy I was like this is a business this is something I want to be my Mm -hmm. job and that takes intention dedication and like work and like strategy right yeah so what do you do as far as like say have you ever been in a crowd that they were just not feeling it oh yeah and how do you deal with that you just keep going right and i just you know as i'm like 
doing my material, I'm like, this is 15 minutes of my life. It is mm-hmm. such a small right. part of my life. Right. And, like, always reminding myself, like, comedy is subjective. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is going to get it. Not You know, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. There's people mm-hmm. who are making lots of money doing comedy who everybody thinks is really funny, and mm-hmm. it's just not for me. Right. That's okay. Right. Um, and just powering through it and just knowing that this is such a small moment mm-hmm. in, like, the big scheme of life. What would nice. you give the advice to someone under you? Like, say a comedian that was starting out and they were 25. Mm-hmm. What would be the best advice you could give to them? Um, have goals. And and if you want this to be your hobby, that's good. If you want to, like, be grinding and hustling, like, be intentional about it. And how did you build yourself up to get you an audience? Like, how did you build to where you have loyal fans that come and support you? Yeah, I don't. Do you know how to get those? I don't, <laughs> right. I don't have any. <laughs> just well, you like just my best now, friend. We're, 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 we, we look to you to, to interview you. So, hey, right. We, okay, we, I appreciate that. You, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, I think like consistency is mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I always try to, like, have different sets. Um, Like, they're always a little different. Even if I'm doing the same material, like, someone's like, oh, I heard that joke before. It's always going to be a little different because I really feed off the room. Mm -hmm. Um, So that might be some, like, maybe that's helpful. Okay. Um, And just, like, exposure, just exposing yourself to really different crowds and just, like, just being, like, just spread Mm -hmm. it out wide, Mm -hmm. you know? So have you been to other states or out of state and stuff before? Um, Just Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. I've been to Wisconsin a few times to do comedy mm-hmm. um, so yeah right. how was that Okay. Amazing. Oh, what did that crowd look like? Right. Amazing. Really? Um, yeah, they're so fun. So okay. when I went, the first time I went to Wisconsin, I did uh, Madison Comedy what Week. Art? Yeah, what, what part? Art. Madison. Madison. Okay. okay. So, I was okay. In Ma- so I did Madison Comedy Week, and mm-hmm. they have a club called um, Fayette State, I think it's called. Okay. What, what did the crowd yeah, look like? So it's like a college town, so like mm-hmm. it was pretty young, mm-hmm. um, and they were just there to laugh. They were just there to have a good time, and those are the crowds that I like. And Wisconsin, like they drink, so they're ready for it. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did the skyline. That was really fun. Like I was, you know, in Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh yeah. And um, I went there, and I was like, okay, there's a comedy club here. Okay, mm-hmm. what? You know, mm-hmm. it's a small town, okay. but this comedy club is like people like will drive to go to it. So, okay. like, the crowds were good there, too. Um, Stillwater, I did a show. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a room, Johnny's Bar in Stillwater. Really? The crowd, I mean, it was just, like, fucking... I mean, I could have said bibbidi-boop, but they just would have died. Okay. Like, they yeah. were just there to have a good time. And those okay. are the crowds that I like. Right. Because that's what comedy is. Right. Like, right. we're here to have a good time. Okay. Get loose. Get loose. Have a shot. Have you ever Do had something. any, like, color barriers? Like... Probably. Like, yeah. with... with yeah. Just, I'm the only black comedian here. Oh, yeah. That's happens all the time. Really? Um, yeah, because, like, com- mi- yeah, yeah, both, right? Okay. There's not a lot of women in comedy. Right. And, like, and there's not a lot of women in color in comedy, especially right. in, like, Minnesota. Right. Um, so, only probably, like, a handful of you guys. A handful. I can think, like, six, mm-hmm. you know? Um... And one of them is Miss Shannon Paul. She's on B96, so Mm -hmm. she's also, like, kind of on a different level. You know, she's doing, like, corporate gigs. She's, like, hosted, Mm -hmm. like, events and galas. So she's on a... Like, like, that's what I would love to get to, right? right? So, um, but being in white spaces, I think... 
you just be yourself like you know I don't know just be who you are mm-hmm. and I've seen people do really really well in white sp- like black people do really really well in white spaces mm-hmm. because they're just who they are even right. if they're like I don't understand what you're saying but like I love like I'm feeling you and you're like right. you're so funny you're having a good time or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying making references I mean I definitely will have like different references with black people because like we get it on mm-hmm. a different level mm-hmm. you know what I mean if I talk about growing up in the south there's just something that even if no like a black person didn't grow up in the south they know what they I'm know talking about because exactly. the, the heritage runs deep mm-hmm. Right. You, know, sauce in the green. you know what I'm saying? The hot, the, it runs <laughs> deep. Fried chicken. Right. Um, so yeah. Okay. So how do you? How do you? Um, let's switch gears a little bit. Yeah. How do you deal with um, like your sex education on an on a I say younger. You said college. You teach the college. Yeah, like uh, middle, like fifth grade up fifth to like up. first second year college. So what yeah. do you do? You ever have those moments to where an adult might ask you some questions apart pertaining to sex and you're like you didn't learn that. right she, you didn't yeah, learn that all the time 16. all the time <laughs> like oh my god first year teachers are my favorite because they're usually like 24 they're young right. maybe they haven't had any sex said so they're in the back just like like are you learning too mr smith <laughs> all right i see you mr smith okay or they'll just say something and i'm like no 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 like i'm gonna need like, I'm gonna do this part. You know, like right, you teach yeah. about this circulatory system, right. health teacher. I'm gonna do the sex sub part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because there's like a really specific way that we like to do our work. That's okay. like inclusive, trauma informed, and you know things like that. Okay. That's a, like a really specific skill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last month we had um, our uh, we had did a special on missing and murdered indigenous women mm-hmm. right so being as though you're a sex educator have you ever had to have a discussion with anyone that has dealt with that kind of trauma like you know missing or uh sex being trafficked. sex yeah, trafficking that's what i was gonna say like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of more the stuff that we will see so sometimes mm-hmm. i do one-on-ones with like young people and the thing about sex trafficking is that they won't recognize it as sex trafficking right. as they're telling me these things mm-hmm. they're just like oh my boyfriend bought me something you know mm-hmm. you know right. and as i'm like i'm hearing these warning signs mm-hmm. and um because grooming feels so good to these mm-hmm. to these young, young people girls, yeah they, it feels so good they feel loved mm-hmm. they feel spoiled they feel appreciated they feel valued right right? and that feels so good to them because there's definitely like a population of young people who are more vulnerable to receiving that right Right. um and then all of a sudden it will it doesn't happen like overnight then all of a sudden you're in sex you know it's not like taking it's not a william neeson movie you know what i mean like what you know it'll be like one time like i'm short on rent like remember Mm -hmm. those shoes that i bought you (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like my homeboys here like you know what i'm saying i really need you to help me out Mm -hmm. and like she genuinely cares for this person she's like oh my god like it this is my time to help you like you Right. done so much for me mm-hmm. like in air quotes and like now it's my time to and help you the and then and it just starts yep. yeah, yeah. they'll like withhold their documents they'll mm-hmm. withhold like IDs and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. and you know they'll go to the doctor and they'll be with them mm-hmm. you know and you know medical staff really have to be trained for these warning signs I yes. mean yeah it's an epi- it's it's bad what would mm. be your advice to give um, 
a woman mm -hmm. to prevent herself from because when you're manipulated it's like right. you're programmed yeah, yeah. brainwashed you know, yeah. yeah exactly and you could be now a child that 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 has you know they have no control because right. they don't know but right. anyone that over the age i'd say over the age of 18 sure you at some point and you're you're not a vulnerable person right. you just you know yeah. you can be you know master manipulated in oh. by yeah. uh, male or female can mm -hmm. be not mm -hmm. just women are yeah. you know and not just women are sex trafficked exactly right. yeah and um what would be your advice to them to try to you know know the signs of being mm -hmm. manipulated into doing anything yeah. sexual that you don't want to because <coughs> ultimately when it's involving sex it has to be the choice you choose to choose. 100% I think yeah. like the conversation just starts with like what's a healthy relationship how do you want to be treated in a relationship mm -hmm. like what are your boundaries what are you, what's your bottom line if you're with somebody and they're like you need to I love you you're my girl but mm -hmm. I need you to sleep with my homeboy mm -hmm. like, wow. that's, you know, like if that's a red flag for you like really listen to it and mm -hmm. if it's something that I always tell like the young people and I think it I mean sometimes I tell myself this right. if it's something I wouldn't tell someone that I really care about their opinion about I wouldn't do it right you know like if like I really care about my mom's opinion if I can't go to I mean there's stuff that's gonna happen that I'm yes. not gonna tell my mom yes yeah. Uh -huh. But in these moments, um, really thinking about that and listening to your body and your gut feeling, mm -hmm. you know, and really exactly. understanding like what love is and what love can look like. Mm -hmm. um, but and then like think about what love isn't and what a partner, you know, wouldn't have you do. Just like getting those warning signs. And if young people are are consistently engaging in like healthy relationships, hopefully if they're with somebody like this is the best and something flips, yeah. they'll be like, nope. You know what? I'm actually out. Like I'm not good. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what, as far as like, what would be your advice? Like, <laughs> say I was, I'm single, right? Yeah. I'm not single, but say I'm single. Yeah. And I'm trying to get a man. Oh. What, what, what do you do? What are yeah. your suggestions on, you know, as far as the education wise? Is yeah. like, what do I need to do to make sure that I'm in a nice, healthy, good sexual relationship? What, yeah. what do I need to do? Mm. A good sexual relationship, I think, begins with, like, knowing yourself. Right. right. Like, masturbating is really good. Okay. Uh, figuring out your body in that way. Being curious and being, like, okay with asking for what you want. I think we live in a culture where women are told not to do that. Right. right. Too much, you know? Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> knowing your body, being curious about your partner, and letting your partner be curious about you. Mm -hmm. um, wherever that feels comfortable for you, you know? I'm not saying, like, tie yourself up upside down right. and, get, and get whipped with, like, a honey. Call. Like, I'm not saying go there, but if that's your thing, do you. Okay. We're going to call you Pooh Bear. Right, you know what I'm right. saying with your honeypot? But um, I think, yeah, getting to know yourself is really, like, the first step. Mm -hmm. And even, and, like, being curious with your partner. And that can happen even if you're having, like, one night or, like, you're with a, in a monogamous relationship or with yeah. one person for a really long time. There's always ways to, like kind of like mix it up mm -hmm. and keep okay. that spice yes that mm -hmm. fire going yeah mm -hmm. so you being a married married woman mm -hmm. what do you what 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 could you what advice could you get from her oh god or how to get okay. how to keep, i'm single so i'm like how do you like, get married uh, <laughs> right. tell me that like, oh my goodness <laughs> and stay what are you guys how long it's you guys been 21 years oh, it has okay. ups and downs it's That's nothing normal. is yeah a bowl of cherries mm -hmm. but I think I don't know sometimes we have to just you know it's certain phases like we had kids so 
it's like you barely having sex. Right. The, all the kids, you got to watch this kid, that kid, the kids jumping in bed with you and all right. this kind of stuff. And then it's a phase of, you know, you having sex a lot again. Mm-hmm. Now it's like scheduled sex. Right. Yep. Yeah, you got to make an appointment. Work, yep, make an appointment. Make so an I'm appointment. working, he's working, and mm-hmm. different hours, and I'm picked up another job. So I'm like, okay, we're going to have sex at 945 <laughs> on Friday night. Yeah. Uh, you ready? <laughs> so right. You can like, do it like that pick. spontaneous yeah. and fun. And still make, Girl, and oh, even God. if you have to schedule it. And that just shows that you two like, want to put in the effort and the work. Right. right? So you both care about your relationship. So yeah. on the sometimes we're like, oh, we got to schedule this and make... But that also says that y'all are really committed and invested in this it relationship. It was frustrating at first because he's like, okay, what's about three times a week when mm. it should be like every day? I said, that's when we was young. <laughs> right. We was fucking like jackrabbits. <laughs> like my bones hurt. 20 years right. old. In our 20s, we're doing it every day, all day, go out in the elevator, do an elevator yeah. on the streets mm-hmm. on the beach and all that. I'm like, look. Right. Remember that? Remember oh we could do God. it and not get yes. like out of breath? And right, like, yeah. Okay. Like that elevator door opens, you're like, <gasps> right. like, oh, just open, fuck, God. Oh, God. You know, like I breathe heavy now. Yes, I you ain't care about oh, getting caught or nothing. No, 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 no,
Denzel and that's some nigga shit like that just brought us closer right. he was like I ain't never had no chick go down for me okay. like that oh, and I was like I ride for you okay right. body class right. but then right. you know as I got older I was like I can't be like that no more like right. if something goes down I'm gonna have like I, I'll call take the political I got stuff, route, huh? I got stuff right. to lose now yeah. back yeah. then I did it that's right we came too yeah. far to go way back now yeah. right. ain't that the right. shit right. yes it is so but that's my shoe moment oh thank okay. you for sharing thank yes. you I've never gotten to sell that story right. uh, <laughs> it's a good way thank it's you good way to share it well tell the listeners um how to get in how touch do they, with you what's your next show you got coming up um, yeah well when does this come out this will be um, next Monday. Yeah. Oh, so on March 14th, I have a show in Crystal, Minnesota mm-hmm. at the Ellison Playhouse. It's me and my mom. My mom also does stand-up comedy, so it's like a two-generation nice. show. It's going to be really we gotta, fun. We got to interview your mom. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, What's her name? What's yeah, her name? so her name is Cece Cooper. Okay. Um, so that's like my next show. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at K Cooper Comedy on everything, Instagram, Twitter, and don't follow me on Twitter. I never tweet. And Facebook. So Facebook and Instagram, K Cooper Comedy. Awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Meet the Shoe every Monday, 6 a.m.